From technology and acquisition to citizen services and mission execution, a culture shift is underway with federal government leaders increasingly seeking out solutions that disrupt the way business has traditionally been done. Here we connect with those government and industry leaders driving this change and delivering the real results in support of their agency mission. This is Keeping IT Brief. Today we're speaking with Dr. David Laborde, CEO of Iconic Data Inc. and Senior Advisor at DSS Inc. He has more than 20 years of experience in healthcare and technology and has worked with healthcare provider organizations, helping them with strategy, workflow standardization, achieving transparency into their operations, and improving their quality of care and operating performance. Thank you for joining me today, Doctor. Now, can you talk about overall suicide prevention efforts at the VA and what more can be done to address this at-risk population? Sure, it'd be my pleasure, Marianne, and thank you so much for the opportunity to speak with you today and your audience about this very important topic. Suicide is an epidemic that is facing our country. In 2017, it was the 10th leading cause of death overall in the nation and the second leading cause of death for 10 to 34-year-old Americans. 132 American lives are lost to suicide each and every day. And in a recent talk I listened to, given by our Surgeon General, he stated that every 11 minutes an American life is lost to suicide. So this is a significant issue facing our nation. And the situation amongst our veterans is even more critical. Veterans are one and a half times more likely to die by suicide than those that never served. And women veterans are 2.2 times more likely. In 2017 alone, some 6,000 veterans died by suicide, which is, which comes out to approximately 20 veterans uh, dying by suicide each and every day. So not only is it a challenge for the nation at large, it is a particularly acute challenge facing our veteran population. And as such, the VA alone is, you know, not going to be able to solve this problem. This is really a challenge that the nation as a whole needs to address. And in March of 2019, there was an executive order issued by the president that is focused on doing exactly that. It was Executive Order 13861, and its focus was to create a task force charged with developing a revolutionary roadmap for ending suicide in the United States. The task force goes by the name of PREVENTS, which stands for the President's Roadmap to Empower Veterans and End the National Tragedy of Suicide. And this uh, has been a very active task force, even in the face of COVID-19. They have already started to execute many of the uh, actions that they were uh, asked to deliver as a part of the executive order. So I'm very optimistic about uh, this development and its promise for really putting in place a foundation that will ideally lead to a truly a public health approach to suicide prevention and, and the challenge solving the problem in our country. As it pertains to the VA, the, of the 20 veterans that do commit suicide every day, approximately six of those 
is enrolled in VA care. And that's significant. It means that the VA has an opportunity to impact the problem because there are veterans that uh, they're seeing that they can potentially intervene and improve the, the care for. And as you might imagine, this has been the number one, the top clinical priority of the Secretary of the United States Department of Veteran Affairs, suicide prevention that is. And the VA, each and every VA at any given time has a list of high-risk patients that they are caring for. High-risk meaning veterans that have been identified to be at high risk potentially for committing suicide. There's a couple of different ways that these veterans can come to the attention of what I call suicide preventionists. Uh, they might uh, be identified by a provider in the course of their regular care. So in the course of providing primary care or behavioral health care, there's, uh, the provider has determined that the veteran is at risk for suicide. Maybe they're having some suicidal ideation. Uh, there might be a veteran that actually had an attempted suicide, and that might be how they come to the attention of suicide prevention. There's also a veteran's crisis line which is uh, charged with fielding calls from veterans that are potentially contemplating suicide as one reason they might call. And uh, Veterans Crisis Line has done an excellent job with this responsibility. They evaluate the scenario and ultimately, in most situations, they connect that veteran with suicide prevention is at the facility that is located closest to them. So that is a way that a high-risk, potentially high-risk veteran can come to the attention of suicide uh, prevention. In addition, there are some very exciting things that the VA is doing to leveraging technology to identify potentially high-risk veterans. One of those Innovations is called REACHVET, which stands for Recovery Engagement and Coordination for Health Veterans Enhanced Treatment. And the REACHVET program, what it does is it uses predictive modeling and medical record data to identify veterans at high risk for suicide. And long story short, what this technology is capable of doing is potentially identifying veterans that look like other veterans that unfortunately have committed suicide and bringing them to the attention of suicide prevention so that their care can be uh, reevaluated and any changes or augmentation to that care can be initiated. And so that's a very exciting development that potentially can identify patients that otherwise may not have been identified and have the opportunity to receive suicide prevention care. All these innovations that I've been talking about really address the identification of patients at high risk for suicide. Once those patients have been identified, again, as I mentioned, they go on to a population or a list of patients that uh, are high risk for suicide. And Congress and the Department of Veteran Affairs has done a fantastic job funding and ensuring that resources are available to manage this population of patients. Every VA medical center should have a suicide prevention coordinator and potentially more than one that is responsible for monitoring the care of these high-risk veterans. 
and those stakeholders basically evaluate these different patients that come in, determine if they need a special care protocol for high-risk veterans, and if they do, then monitor that care, coordinate that care, ensure that that care is methodically delivered. And that actually is one of the areas that uh, there are some challenges. Uh, that's not unique to the VA. In general, uh, care coordination and follow-up for uh, certain populations of patients is a major challenge within healthcare. And suicide prevention is no different. And so, essentially, what we're seeing happen is the VA is getting very, very good at identifying patients potentially at risk. Once those patients have been identified and the more exciting new ways that come about to identify these patients, that potentially leads to more patients that need to be managed. In other words, the caseload is growing. And the suicide preventionists, you know, typically there's one or several, but they often do carry a significant caseload. And this can be a challenge uh, if there's not an environment that really enables those suicide preventionists to work efficiently to easily identify things that require their attention. And so that's one of the areas where I think there are some opportunities to improve uh, the situation at the VA and in general and to really deliver and leverage technology to streamline that workflow and ensure that those services are being delivered with high reliability. How can innovation from industry members help to play a role? Innovation from industry is absolutely critical to addressing the challenge presented by this epidemic. And there are a myriad number of ways that industry can move the needle and a number of areas of need. We've already covered a couple of them. One of them is identification of the patient. Another one is management of the patient. When I say the patient, I mean the veteran, for example, that has been identified to be at high risk for suicide. Uh, take, for example, a veteran that is not receiving care within the Department of Veteran Affairs. Are there opportunities to leverage technology to deliver solutions that enable those individuals not currently enrolled in care and VA care to have the similar benefit. In other words, to be able to identify an individual within the population that may be contemplating suicide, uh, to identify who they are and when they may be having these thoughts and intervening, uh, connecting them with resources at that moment. Uh, there's a number of opportunities to potentially gain insight that might inform the notion that an individual is contemplating suicide. For example, social media. There's a lot of excitement around opportunities to leverage social media to determine if and when a person might be contemplating suicide. Uh, but delivering that solution obviously is not without its challenges. But that's an area where I believe there's a rich opportunity to disrupt and deliver a solution that could potentially be very meaningful in addressing this challenge. You could also think about someone who's already been identified to be at high risk for suicide. That individual could potentially benefit from having access to a device or an application on their smartphone, for example, that they can use to immediately connect with a care provider. 
one of the challenges when a veteran might be calling out for help is actually identifying where that veteran is located. Uh, should some sort of resources need to be routed to you know, first responders or anything like that to address a situation, that veteran's location is key. And knowing that quickly is important. And so there are some exciting things going on with devices like this that can immediately be leveraged by a person you know, who is at high risk for suicide, connect them with somebody immediately, identify what their location is and potentially route resources to them. So that's another exciting area that I think is ripe for innovation where we're already seeing some activity. Another topic is something that some are referring to as precision suicide prevention care. One of the things that we often do in medicine is we come up with a new innovation, a new a care pathway, a new intervention of some sort. And we take a one-size-fits-all approach to implementing and deploying that. But we all know that not every person will benefit from that particular intervention. It might be that for certain individuals, particular interventions would be more effective than others. And so being able to determine the most effective and efficacious intervention that may be used in a particular situation for a particular patient is another topic of ongoing development where I think there's a lot of promise for industry to come in and deliver a solution that really changes the way things are currently done. So those are a few examples of areas where innovation from industry potentially can hold a significant role or play a significant role in moving the needle on suicide prevention care. So what do you think the future holds when it comes to suicide prevention at the VA? The future of suicide prevention in the VA is very exciting. Uh, there's a lot of new developments that continually are taking place. One recent example is an initiative that the VA launched enterprise-wide around screening for suicide. Current research suggests that early and accurate detection of suicide risk among veterans presenting for VA care is a critical component to reducing veteran suicide. And there are evidence-based screening instruments that the VA leadership, I think this was about October of 2018, mandated be implemented across the organization. They dubbed this their VA Suicide Risk Identification Strategy, or VA Risk ID is the short name. And this is really the largest implementation of a population-based suicide risk screening and evaluation initiative in the country. And this is the power and the type of leadership that the VA has really taken on suicide prevention and I'm very excited about the promise that this holds for the future. That being said, a strategy like this is not without its challenges. Screening for suicide, in particular, this methodology involves a three-step process, an initial screen, followed by a confirmatory screen if the initial screen is positive, followed by a comprehensive evaluation if the confirmatory screen is positive. And so, while the innovation is 
very promising when executed perfectly, there are potential opportunities for a positive screen not to get followed up. Again, this is not specific to the VA. This is just in general with any test that we do in, in medicine. And so strategies to ensure that this, this innovation can be implemented and monitored such that potential opportunities or instances where a veteran that screen positive may not have been screened or rece received that next step can be identified in a timely fashion will be key to the reliability of this service delivery. And so those are the kinds of opportunities that I'm very excited about, marrying uh, an innovation like this screening initiative with technology to ensure the reliability and improve the efficacy of the intervention. In addition, uh, another example would be an uh, initiative the VA has around safety planning. Safety plans are very important for patients at high risk for suicide. And generally when a patient's been identified to have some suicidal ideation, that's one of the key uh, exercises or, or activities that the provider and the patient engage in, creating a safety plan, which basically goes through, it's pretty, you know, it's exactly what it says, it's a, a plan for safety who to call, uh, going through certain things that potentially should be addressed in a patient that is thinking about suicide, like access to lethal, lethal means. Uh, putting that in place routinely, methodically, is very important for high-risk patients. And the VA has a new initiative around doing this and ensuring it gets done when patients present to the emergency department. They have some suicidal ideation, but after they've been evaluated by a provider, they've been deemed uh, that safe to potentially discharge home. They don't require inpatient hospitalization, but a safety plan should be done. That's what this new initiative is about. And that's another exciting development that when executed well and methodically, I think has great promise to have impact. And Leveraging technology to ensure or identify when it hasn't been done is a way to double down on that. So I'm excited about the future. I think there continues to be very interesting things that hold great promise that the VA is rolling out. And I always get excited about the opportunity to marry those innovations with technology to really take things to the next level. Okay, thank you so much for this information today, Doctor. And once again, we were speaking with Dr. David LeBourne, the CEO of Iconic Data, Inc., and Senior Advisor at DSS, Inc. Thank you for listening. For more podcasts by G2 Exchange Media, please visit www.fethealthit.com and look for the podcast section at the top of the page. Music by Jam Studio, courtesy of Shutterstock Incorporated.